Welcome to this bonus episode of Unstrung Archery with me, Neil, and Nye. Today, the new indoor classifications have been released, and we're going to break down, compare, and give opinions on the new changes as we look forward to starting the new indoor season. Hello and welcome to another episode, an actual bonus episode of Unstrung Archery with myself, Neil, and I've got Nye, as usual, over here with me. Hi guys, um, apologies in advance for any audio issues on my end. Because it was a square of the moment podcast, I left my headphones at work. Yeah, as usual. <laughs> I come okay. in, in there with the uh, the bad audio. So we're going to try and get through these uh, new indoor classification documents that has just gone out around about an hour ago um, with from AGB. So let's just get stuck straight into it. So we've we've had a new announcement. The indoor classifications have now dropped. They are now public, and um, they look fantastic. Um, My my first impression of just having a quick glance over them. Um, So the reason behind the update of the indoor classification, uh, according to Archery GB, they... They, they didn't feel like it aligned the the, the four sets of divisions um, and bow styles that are available in Archery GB rules and World Archery rules. Um, so they feel like it was mainly targeted towards compound and recurve because if you haven't seen the old indoor classifications, they were one score, score fits all. Uh, so obviously it was H through to A and you had a a score that you had to get specifically for that round um, and that would give you the the classification obviously you had to do it three times after your third attempt um, that's where you got your classification from by the end of the actual season you'd get your highest classifications and that would be your ranking uh, your your actual classification for for indoor Um, but it made it very difficult for people that were shooting barebow and longbow and even the juniors, you know, different age groups, they obviously all struggled as well uh, because they still had to hit this score in order to get their classification. Um, so how did you how do you feel about those changes now? I'm actually in favour of them because we had, uh, I'll take for instance what you said before about longbow and barebow. I just taken up longbow um, earlier this year and I shot it in a couple of competitions and yeah, it got me me archer one indoor archer one now on this new system but um yeah for the in the old system i would have been a g archer because yeah it's, it doesn't account for the just because of how it all everything got accounted for so i think it will give people more incentive on these other on i'll say other, i say on other both styles because recurve archer first and foremost yeah, it'll give people more incentive, hopefully, to try and push themselves towards that next score boundary. Yeah, definitely. And the way that these new indoor uh, classification work is a very similar way to the outdoor ones as well. So it's not going to come for, come to, especially with the newer archers when they're coming into the clubs and whatnot, they get all explained the outdoor classifications. Well, obviously, depending on which time of year they, they actually start obviously but if they come in during the outdoor they'll learn all the outdoor classifications and then they go to a completely different system for indoor with the new system it's very similar as i said to the the new in, uh, outdoor classifications which I, me personally i find that's great because there's no 
there's no different in understanding you know it's it's uniform across the board you go from outdoor season where you've been doing all these classifications into indoor season and you're basically just doing the same thing again obviously give or take a few differences um so are you happy there neither the uh that you don't have to remember how the different systems work anymore yeah because um the letters much as i could see what people were trying to achieve with them didn't have the same meaning to myself and archer so i'd always be looking for me i mean it was always originally just getting me third class was always my goal outdoors but then windows it's sort of okay what does that mean sort of thing so in terms of classification so it didn't hold the same meaning whereas now that i'm chasing down I've got my goal set to like competing. I've got my goal set to try and get my Bowman, Indoor Bowman 1. Oh, not, no, sorry. Indoor Bowman 3. Yeah, I get, a, get my scores for that now for me Indoor season. Um, so I'll be glad to see the change happen. Yeah, and I think going back to the, you know, having some meaning to them, I obviously, I, I go around to schools and stuff like that and try and uh, do talks with people and uh, and whatnot about getting into archery and stuff like that. Um, and I take my quiver with me. Most people, they will have their badges on them on the quiver. I do myself as well. And the amount of people that have come up to me and asked me about what the badges mean, and it's literally just got a, a giant D on it. And it's people, especially in the school area, um, they'll, they'll, if they look at like some GCSEs, at least the old fashioned GCSEs, D, D wasn't that great. So yeah. you try, you try and put some meaning to a letter. It's, it's not, there's, there's no real meaning behind it. It's just at the end of the day, a letter to people that aren't necessarily within the, the archery scene that they might not understand it. It's a lot different, more difficult to explain to people. Whereas you actually put some words with it, especially if you have master Bowman, on a yeah. badge on your quiver, they're gonna understand that because you know master at arms and stuff like that is is a well known thing outside of archery. You know both with the uh, with shooting in uh, and whatnot. So people are gonna understand that more, especially Grandmaster Bowman. Come and, on. and Grandmaster Bowman has always been the um, the go to the gold standard as well. Exactly. Exactly. And it, this puts Grandmaster Bowman back on top as well, because obviously yeah. they've not got the uh, Elite Master Bowman for that the indoors. Always, that was that. Then again, though, it shows where um, that the scheme, the, the introduction of both the changing of the schemes for outdoors and indoors. Uh, when my biggest bugbear about them is the fact that why not just switch the names of Elite Master Bowman and Grandmaster Bowman back around? So same score thresholds and things, but um, keep Grandmaster Bowman as the top on gold standard so to speak if you think that that's the only bugbear that's the sort of only real bugbear i can find with the system then yeah you know you've done you know you've done something right when it's sort of when that's my bugbear with the with the what's been done yeah so let's have a quick chat about uh how this is aligning with the outdoor classifications um so the key differences compared to the outdoor system there is, as I said, no Elite Master Bowman um, in the classification for indoors. Um, all the classifications, including the Indoor Master Bowman and the Indoor Grandmaster Bowman, are administered at club level and not by Archery GB. So it will be your record officers at your club dealing with those um, claims for those particular things. Whereas 
the outdoor classifications, I believe anything higher than a uh, than a Bowman tier, so into your master Bowman tiers, they won't be uh, administered at your club. They are done and claimed via Archery GB. It won't be the case for your um, indoor ones. Yeah, that's my understanding as well. So it'll be it'll make hopefully make speed things up for us to actually be able to give people badges right away and also reduce the burden on Archery GB as well. Now the volume of arrows is different to uh, the outdoor classifications, whereas for your archer tier, you will need only ten dozen. And I believe for the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this one now, isn't it 12 dozen that you need for the outdoor, um, for the archer tiers? Yeah, the archer tier it's 12 dozen, so... Um, it's something that, like that anyway. <laughs> then again, my brain still works on the um, pre, pre-update ones where it was three round, three outdoor rounds, so... And three, and yeah. Three so my brain still hasn't fully translated across to new way of working, so... Yeah, so coming from an, a developer, so obviously I'm an app developer myself. I've not actually done a uh, an archery app. Um, maybe I should do one. Uh, but coming from a developer's point of view as well, having consistency between those indoor and outdoors makes developing apps for this kind of thing so much easier as well. So hopefully um, we'll see the the apps get updated with these new classification methods as well a lot faster. Um, so yes, the ten dozen for archer tier, everything higher is only fifteen dozen. So that aligns the bowman and master bowman tiers at the same amount of arrows. The only difference there is master bowman and uh, uh, master bowman tier. So when I say master bowman, I'm referring to uh, indoor master bowman and indoor grandmaster bowman. Uh, the master bowman tier has to be done at a record status competition. So that's either UKRS or WRS. Um, so if you're chasing those, go for those record status competitions. Um, the Bowman is just any, any competitive event. So basically anything with a judge there. Um, so that includes novice competitions as well. So for those of you out there that, you know, uh, are only just getting started in competition as a novice you aren't missing out on getting your bowman tier um now i it would be interesting to see uh at which level um novices are going to be competing at because obviously before we moved to the new classification system it was usually second class in the uh, archer second class um classification that people used to stop at for novice so from my experience of, of novice competitions, it was two years or one year in some areas uh, or no higher than archery, uh, than archer second class. So I haven't seen that carry over. I don't know what your experience is with that, Nye, but I've not seen a classification come into novice competitions since the changes. Looking at where I sit, feeling um, on my own abilities and things, I'm somewhere between, I'm generally speaking in the indoor archer one category and pushing in indoor bowman three if I do everything right. So I would have thought indoor bowman two would be about that sort of, and I'm sort of outdoors this season. I've been on the fringes of getting very, very, very low, what would have been second class scores 
in yeah. previous. So I don't know whether it's whether you want to just give people chance to go for the whether you want to keep those thresholds in place. Yeah. So I think this is a we've got a, an upcoming episode with Bob Wild, who is a tournament organizer for Ashton Bowman. Um, so I think maybe this is something we discuss over on that episode as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know obviously both of myself and Nye we're obviously tournament organizers ourselves. So these are the kind of questions that should be asked um, to to get back to novice, novice competitions being at the level that they should be. There have been a couple of instances lately at novice shoots. I mean, I'm not a novice anymore. I've been shooting far too long, um, you know, classification-wise. I know, yeah, Nye's the same. Uh, you know, I've been shooting, what was it, 22 years or something like that? Yeah, 22 uh, years now. We'll give the... Yeah, um, so... We'll have to have a game. Talking of that, we'll have to have lunch from an actual bingo. How often does it take me... How long does it take me to manage I've been shooting 22 years? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Uh... Definitely happens more than once a competition, from what I've heard. <laughs> um, so my bingo card as a judge would be full very quickly uh, when it comes to Nye, what Nye gets up to. <laughs> anyway, um, so this means that for the first time, two major aspects of indoor and outdoor systems are aligned. Each age group has got its own classification table now. And anybody that's achieving higher classifications have got to do it at a standard, a certain standard of, of event, which, you know, um, is, I think, I feel that's fantastic for the sport in general. Um, so hats off to Archery GB. Um, I think these changes are going to be very welcome in the community. I'm head over heels for them already. Um, and I'm already planning on where I'm going to end up in indoor season. I think. According to the uh, equivalency charts, um, I'm a D class currently for indoor, which would put me at second class, uh, indoor bowman second class. Um, unfortunately, I've never shot an indoor competition, so <laughs> the likelihood of me actually getting that uh, is quite slim. But this um, this hopefully will promote more competition. What do you feel, Nye? I hope, I hope so, and... Even if it just gives gets more people actually shooting the indoor, even if all even if all even if the only sort of takeaway from the scheme changing is that people shoot more shoot more rounds on the club night, that can that can that in itself can only be a good thing as well. So, but hope my I'd hope to see more people go for competition as well because they might shoot all the rounds, might get used to shooting rounds on the club night and then realise, hey, you know what, I can shoot around, I'll go for it. If they can, can get can get people out and competing more, getting to see it's always you know what it's like for yourself when you're judging Neil, but for me competing it's always nice to meet get to meet new people as well, get to spend time with people from different clubs and seeing how they do things as well. Because also let's not forget this podcast has come about as a result of, com of us two both attending competitions as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, that's how we met was um, yeah. through competition. Um, I can't remember which competition it was, was that we uh... we started talking in the build up to my American last year, and um, and then met, we met at the Amer then we met at Lancashire and we met at Lancashire outdoors in person for the first time. But we were talking about uh, we've been talking a bit in the build up to that as well. 
Yes, definitely. Yeah, I think that that sounds about right. To be fair. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the um, everything's looking great on these uh, indoor classifications. I feel like um, it's all positive. There's nothing really that uh, I I would say is wrong. Um, it's definitely leaps and bounds uh, ahead of what they used to be, especially for barebow and longbow. And I think that in itself is going to promote more competition. Also um, from our bear well. Yes. Important for juniors because it gives ev- gives everyone. It'll hopefully give more juniors more chance to make progress through the badges as well. Yeah, it's <laughs> extremely significant change for the uh, the juniors because they're not chasing the same as scores as adults never have done, um, and having that expectation of there is this score and if you beat it you get this badge when that score is set up for a compound recurve adult, it's not necessarily the uh, the easiest achievement to get. Um, and you put that debt in the hands of a, a longbow or a barebow junior, and I, I'm just thinking of my daughter um, who shoots barebow, I know how much she struggles indoors, and she puts a lot of pressure on herself when she's indoors as well. Um, and I think trying to achieve those classifications for her, in, her indoors was extremely difficult um yeah. and i think hopefully now this will give her the comp- the confidence to go to competitions for the indoor season and and actually go and chase some of these classifications and, and just to be able to be handed back more badges as well to know that these are the badges i've earned as well exactly exactly it's very important for uh, especially the kids. I mean, we as a club, we don't give awards out until the AGM. We make a big song and dance of it about the, at the AGM. Um, you know, all our awards, the trophies for the club league and, and whatnot get handed out at that. So we do tend to try and get the juniors to come along. Um, so, you know, they can be celebrated, the achievements that they've got through that, that year. Other clubs might do it differently where they just give them out, you know, as and when they get it. Um, but I yeah. think for me... As a as a secretary at the club, I would much prefer to make a big, massive song and dance about an achievement like this, where you know they've actually gone gone after something and been able to actually achieve that as well. That's something I'm trying to set, get going. As we've not we've not had a chance to actually build it in yet to our NBA, but something I'm trying to move towards as well, where we celebrate all the successes that we've had. In the in the way that Manny you do at Wigan, I've been trying to. I'm going to. Try, I'm working towards working in that sort of capacity as well. Okay, so let's just go over a bit more detailed um, on on what the the actual requirements are for for these. Um, so they are broken down into the three tiers and then sub tiers within that. So our tiers are now. Indoor, uh, sorry, the, the archer tier, bowman tier, and master bowman tier. Within those, they are broken down. So the archer tier is the indoor archer uh, tier one, two, and three. Obviously, with one being the highest. Likewise, for the bowman, you've got indoor bowman one, two, and three. Uh, again, the the first tier being the highest, the third tier being the lowest, and then you've got the uh, Indoor Master Bowman and Indoor Grandmaster Bowman in the Master Bowman tier. Um, so, how do we get these tiers, Nye? 
What do we need to what do we need to achieve in order to actually get them? So for indoor so well sorry, this is me staring at I've run come back from the from the club making some stands, so the rain's still kicking into gear. Um yeah, so we need ten dozen for the archer tier we need ten dozen arrows that can be shot at anywhere. Um for the bowman and master bowman tiers, fifteen shots. Any, anywhere? Oh no, so not anywhere. A competitive event, but for the master bowman and grandmaster bowman, this has to be a record status competition. And then on the Archery GB website, we have the files, the underpinning tables, where you can see what scores you need to hit. And uh, we can put a link to this in the program notes. Yeah, I will make a point of that. The um, the email that went out from Archery GB containing these links, unfortunately, the links were all broken. Hopefully, they will get uh, updated rather quickly. But for those of you that are trying to find it on the Archery GB website, hopefully the link that we're going to put in our show notes will uh, help you out there. And then what we do is, so we'll take, just for an example, we'll use Recurve Men, which is my category. Um, you'd go across and... Let's say I've shot by 5.20 in competition. Um, that's a hope on, hope on my part. I'd go across, and that would be, say, for a, port, a Portsmouth, so 520 on a Portsmouth, I'd go across, and then I'd find boundaries, and that would put me in the Bowman 3 category, meaning that was five dozen arrows towards my um, Bowman 3 score. And then it would just be a case of repeating that again to be able to, in a competition, to get the um, Bowman 3 category. So they uh, just want to have a quick shout out to archerygeekery.co.uk. Um, they aren't actually a sponsor of this podcast. Um, we just wanted to, to give them a shout out. So they are an absolutely fantastic tool, especially if you're out on the shooting line and you want to have a quick look up at your classification tables. That's archerygeekery.co.uk. So they've got a couple of tools on there. And one tool that I particularly like is if you know your handicap, you can convert your handicap into a different round. So, for example... Um, and just bear with me a moment. My PB for a Portsmouth is five four one. Uh, so I can put that into in into the tool, and then I can figure out what I would expect to get on a different round. So let's have a look at a WA eighteen, which we should, should be in the mid, in the mid five twenty, what mid to low five twenties, I presume. Uh, well, it's saying 513 for this, <laughs> so I'm not actually sure what's going on there. I think I might have put the wrong round in. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, obviously, yeah, five, 513, um, because obviously it's a smaller face, isn't it, for the WA18. Yeah. Still a respectable, respectable score as well. So, let's have a look at uh, a Worcester 5 spot. So, 269 for a Worcester 5 spot. To be, to be fair... Uh, looking at my Worcester PBs, that's not that far off. <laughs> so, uh, 532 for a Portsmouth. So, if you shot a Worcester, you would be shooting around 257, according to your handicap for your PB, that is, obviously. Yeah, so, 535, uh, PB, 535 PB would, yeah, which would be what What would that translate to? 259 on a Worcester. I'd take, yeah, I'd take that. 
<laughs> so my point is give these guys uh you know head on over to archergeekery.co.uk and use the, the tools on there um they've also got an absolutely fantastic mobile friendly table section uh they have actually updated this now to you have the indoor uh classification tables on there um so if you go into the classification as you normally would and pick your particular um section on the mobile friendly tables it will bring up if you scroll down to the bottom the provisional scores um which obviously haven't been updated necessarily uh, but i think they do align with the um the indoor scores that we've had from archery gb now um so that's a great little tool just thought i'd give those guys a shout out is there anything else you want to add to, to this episode, Nye? I think I think we've managed to give everything a good good talking over there, a good review, and I'm actually quite happy with how these classifications look as well. It also gives me something to aim for in the competition season now indoors, so that I can try and get moment three. Okay, and uh, I think I'm going to be going for something this year as well. I. You know, I keep saying I want to just get high. I want a Bowman score, so I think that's what I'm gonna go for this time. Um, I obviously I'm already at Bowman level according to the equivalency table, so chasing one just involves a couple of competitions. <laughs> so, we're gonna make sure we do it now, mate. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's on the podcast, so I have to go and do it now. Yeah, um, and, so uh, let's review that at the end of uh, indoor season and see if I actually achieved it. Which one are we going to? Shall we say for March's episode? Uh, yeah, why not? So, so we've got to hold ourselves accountable in March to this in March's episode. Then that we're both going to have Bowman Bowman tier classification. Yeah, let's do it. So, guys, if you are following the uh, the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Obviously, it does help us out a lot. Um, follow us on uh, Instagram and on Facebook. And if you look in our link tree, you can actually join the community, the Unstrung Archery community, which is where we record the podcast, may I add. Um, if you want to come over and say hi, uh, we are on Discord and the link is in our link tree, which is in the show notes. Uh, so that's a wrap folks um, we've uh, reached the end of uh, this bonus episode uh, of Unstrung Archery thank you for joining us on this deep dive into the new classifications uh, stay tuned for our next episode uh, which as of recording that will be the episode with Helen Brown even though we have already recorded that and the one after that is with the lovely Zara Longland so we've got some great content coming up for you guys uh, Make sure you subscribe and we'll see you again soon. See you soon, everybody. Before we sign off, we want to hear from you guys, our amazing listeners. If you have any questions, stories or insights you'd like to share, we'd love to feature your voice on our next episode. Just hit that recording button on your phone or computer and send your voice clip to us. You could be part of the conversation. Plus, we are building a vibrant archery community on our Discord server. It's the perfect place to connect with fellow archers, share your experiences and stay updated on all things Unstrung Archery. You'll find the links to both our voice submission 
Discussion platform, add our Discord server on our link tree or in the episode description below. Your voice matters and we can't wait to have you join the discussion. Until next time, keep those questions coming and stay safe in your archery journey.